6: good afternoon and welcome to this edition of the Bill Bunkley Show for the very first day in 2019. And it's an honor to be with you this afternoon. And uh, before we get a chance to chat a little bit about the new year, we do have some breaking news. Uh, This is coming in from WFLA Channel 8. Hundreds of people were evacuated from an ice skating rink in Wesley Chapel today due to carbon monoxide. Now, this is just coming in moments ago. According to the Pasco Fire Rescue, they say that the Florida Hospital Center ice facility was evacuated about 30 or 35 minutes ago due to a high level of carbon monoxide. A spokesman says that about 250 to 300 people were evacuated from the rink. Firefighters say one person complained of fainting but did not want to be taken taken to the hospital. And so uh, right now we are monitoring this as we uh, go along this afternoon. But again, uh, for those of you in Wesley Chapel, we've had uh, an evacuation there of an ice skating rink. The uh, other uh, breaking news uh, coming in just a few minutes ago, also from WFLA, Three people were rescued after a helicopter crashed into the Gulf of Mexico in Manatee County this morning. It happened just before about 11 o'clock. It was about a mile offshore from the Sandbar restaurant there on Anna Maria Island. Many of you may know that particular establishment. Uh, U.S. Coast Guard crews, by the way, who are not being paid, I understand, because the government shutdown, down, uh, from the St. Pete Station, uh rescued the three people who were in the helicopter, according to the Manatee County Sheriff's Office. The helicopter pilot has been identified as Stanley Lee of Sarasota. He was taken to Blake Hospital and is currently in critical condition. One of the passengers, Thomas McKnight, was also taken to Blake Hospital. His condition is unknown. There was a third person also in the helicopter, Peter Bowden, only suffered superficial wounds, and was not taken to the hospital. Now, deputies say the helicopter was being used to photograph a boat off the coast of Anna Maria Island when it came down. The boat that was being photographed is the boat that pulled the three men from the helicopter, and the helicopter is described as a Robinson R-44 single-rotor helicopter registered to Sarasota Helicopter Services, LLC, according to the Sheriff's Department. Uh, They have located the wreckage uh, using sonar, and it has been marked. And now both the FAA and the National Transportation Safety Board will investigate and uh, eventually oversee getting the helicopter out of the water. So those are our two breaking stories this afternoon. And uh, let the market settle out a little bit, and uh, we'll bring you uh, today's first-year action on the um, the major trading floors this afternoon. All the indexes after uh, another very volatile day, uh, down and up, all closing in the green. We'll bring that to you in just a moment. Well, it is 2019, and uh, we, at least the Bunkley family, uh, this past weekend had uh, an opportunity for the four-day extended weekend and especially for New Year's Eve and New Year's Day, uh, a very special time. Very emotional time because some of you know that uh, 2018 was quite a, a challenging year for our family. And we also have uh, two other individuals uh, very close to us, uh, part of our Salem uh, radio network uh, West Central Florida family uh, that also could uh, echo the same uh, testimony but um, tell you what we had a chance to really celebrate what Florida is all about and that is uh, think of it in fact it's the subject of tomorrow something to think about when you when you consider the type of weather that we had uh, it just worked out that it was a little bit warmer but you know, we live in a snow and an ice-free paradise. We really do. Now, we do have to put up with hurricanes, we do have to put up with thunderstorms, and we do have to put up with uh, tropical humidity because, let's face it, I mean, we are right in the gateway to the tropics. But, you know, uh, for the latest figures that we have, of course, 2018 just closed out, but Think about the fact that in 2017, there were 116 million-plus visitors who flocked to Florida. And just think about these last four days. The weather was absolutely glorious outside, a little bit of warm, a little bit uh, certainly going to be warmer for some of our northern residents. But um, you just think of the opportunity and the fun that our out-of-town guests had over the last extended weekend. And by the way, you know, there's a lot of folks who, uh, uh, especially from teams up north, when it is, uh, they're iced in, they're snowed in this time of the year, and uh, each year as their college football team makes their way through the uh, the annual fall schedule, you know, there's a lot of people uh, that can only hope that each year that they're, of course, each would want their college team to be playing for the national championship, like Alabama and Clemson is going to do coming up on the 7th. But you know what? They, they all hope that uh, their college football team will end up being bowl eligible somewhere here in our Sunshine State because, uh, let's face it, uh, just like Super Bowls, it's one thing to come down to uh, Tampa or Miami uh, or even Jacksonville or talking about places like in California. Uh, we'll see how all that works out with Las Vegas, with the new stadiums that are under uh, construction, with uh, the moves that have been taking place out there with the franchises. But uh, you know, they just hope that uh, you know they're going to be able to come down and spend a few days, hopefully see a positive game for themselves, and then uh, head back uh, head back home. And so, so whether uh, I know Mississippi State wasn't real excited because they lost the game here, but I know Iowa has been down here uh, several times, and, uh, you know, coming down here to the Florida is just not uh, a bad deal. So, um, as we sort of uh, take in uh, those type of activities uh, and our friends that were here, um, I just want to tell you that we had a, a glorious um, weekend. And we still have our own challenges. I'm talking about the Bunkley family. But um, had a quiet um, New Year's Eve cul-de-sac time here uh, at home with our neighbors uh, having a little cul-de-sac fireworks show. And that was New Year's Eve, followed by um, heading over to one of our favorite places for New Year's Day, and that is St. Pete Beach. And for those of you familiar, you know there's, I think, what is the Colony House or something, is the hotel but on top of that is uh, the restaurant Spinners. And Spinners is a little indicative of the, what happens at the restaurant because that is the uh, revolving restaurant. I think it used to be on top of the Hilton, if I remember correctly. But uh, way up in the sky, and we had a chance to have uh, an afternoon meal. And uh, the spectacular view as you sit there and do a 360 um uh, look at not only the Gulf of Mexico, but uh, uh, when you get into the other half of that, you're looking at the intercoastal waterway over towards Tampa, over towards St. Petersburg. Uh, great view of the Skyway Bridge as you do that revolving restaurant um, time there. And then uh, hanging out for an absolutely spectacular sunset on St. Pete Beach. And for us, and maybe for you, some of you, um, you know, we, uh, it was a very emotional time uh, as 2018 came to a close for us. It's been a a very challenging year, to say the least, not only for yours truly, but uh, I'd say uh, more importantly for our family and um, the ups and downs of the year with my um, leukemia challenges and just just praising the Lord as we look ahead to 2019 that uh, uh, we're we're very optimistic about the different kind of a year this is going to be and so um, it was great but um, I just want to admonish you and you'll hear this on tomorrow something to think about you know get outside if you can get outside and enjoy Florida's 365 days a year, snow and ice-free paradise. It just uh, it just is a wonderful place to take advantage of. And unlike many of you who have retired here and more are coming here to retire because of these uh, vacation experiences, there's just no place like it. Well, I want to bring in our producer for the first uh, official day of broadcast for the Bill Bunkley Show and that's uh, Mike Miracle, and uh, Mike, I uh, just hope that, uh, you know, you took some time off, so I hope now you're all refreshed, ready to go, as we got a big year ahead of us.
1: I absolutely am, Bill, and
7: Happy New Year to you and yours, my friend. Glad to hear that uh, you guys had a nice, relaxing one. Mine, mine was similar,
3: you know, not a whole lot going on. I just wanted to be low-key, and I uh, was able to get that extra day on Monday, and now I'm ready to rock and roll for what's going to be a big year, I'm hoping. 2019 is looking pretty good so far.
6: Yeah, we got a lot going on, and uh, I'm just just absolutely delighted to be back with you. Now, I want to remind you, our phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. I want to remind you that you can join the conversation this afternoon at uh, any time, and uh, we'll have some topics that I'm sure is going to be of interest to you as we try to be... Uh, informative as uh, well as uh, have some fun as we spend some time together and remember this is a two-way conversation and not just for you to sit in your car on the way home or listen to us while you're preparing supper and uh, we want to very much uh advise you that uh you know what we want you to participate in the show this afternoon now uh Coming along in just a few moments, we'll have uh, an update uh, on the very first day of the markets. Many of you with 401Ks are, you know, standing by, wondering what this year is going to be. Will it be up? Will it be down? Will it be volatile in between? Well, I think we're going to certainly see some volatility the first uh, at least a month or two. But uh, we'll take a look at what happened on the first day of trading here and bring that to you. Plus, I've got a progress report that uh, I'm just delighted about. And, of course, I'm talking about um, Heart for Lebanon. And uh, since the last time we gave an update a few days ago, the numbers have actually flipped. And I'll talk to you more about that in just a moment uh, in terms of uh, what that means. So when we come back, we'll see exactly what's happening with the president, uh, the incoming assumed House leader. Nancy Pelosi, Majority Leader Chuck Schumer, <clears throat> on the government shutdown and securing the country with some sort of a fence or a wall, depending on what the latest uh, information is. 877-943-9673. on Bill Bunkley. Standing by. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
5: Hi, it's Mike Gallagher. I'm thrilled to be co-hosting the Stand with Israel tour with my friend Dennis Prager. This tour of the Holy Land will bring us face-to-face with one of our country's most important allies and one of the most fascinating spiritual regions on earth. This bucket list trip will deepen your faith and expand your mind. I personally want to invite you to join me on this journey. Register today, and I'll see you in Israel.
8: Call to book today,
1: 800-247-1899, or click Stand with Israel at Let's Talk Weekdays at 1 p.m. Don't miss Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins.
9: But what I've learned that as I say no, my resolve is strengthened. Then when sin comes, I can say no because I've
1: disciplined myself to say no. Fresh Wind Radio with Dr. Jomo Cousins. Weekdays at one on Faith Talk 570, and online at Let's Talk Faith.com.
0: Oh, shout out
8: <habitude>
6: Bill Bunkley here on this beautiful afternoon, about 21 minutes past the hour. Let's take a look on, at uh, how the markets fared the very first day of trading in uh, 2019. We have the Dow Jones Industrials closing up about 18 points plus at 23,346. S&P 500, which many of you are following because of your retirement and your 401k accounts, up uh, $3 and some change the nasdaq uh closing at 6665 up uh, 30 and uh, some po- 30 points and closing out this afternoon wild swing today because there was a uh nearly 400 point slide uh we got news before the open that the um uh, manufacturers report uh, coming out of the industries in china Showed a pretty good retraction, and so China is uh, not uh, performing on all cylinders in terms of their making of their products and going forward, and orders, I think, were down as well. So that weighed heavy on a market uh, that's already considering uh, what's going to be happening here with the Federal Reserve in in the months to come as well as what's going to happen with uh, the Congress returning tomorrow in terms of the government shutdown and uh, what's going to happen on securing the border and, of course, Brexit, uh, whether or not London is going to be able to um, execute leaving the EU or not, uh, all weighing on on the markets. And then what happened, uh, oil after the open today, uh, oil, which you probably also realize that we all got not only a christmas but a post-christmas and certainly a new year's gift and that is um, gasoline for a regular falling below two dollars a gallon in the last few days so that certainly is is a gift for us it's below costs of what the refiners need to the, the exploration the refiners the whole industry that's uh, working through some excess supply. We're going to see now OPEC uh, called a few weeks ago to raise the price by cutting production. So we'll see how that uh, ferrets out. But uh, when uh, oil popped back up uh, this morning to about 47, I think the mark was about $47 a barrel, uh, the markets rallied because they, uh, in terms of the stock market, because they want to see, more of a realistic, sustainable rates for uh, oil, as would be the case with any kind of commodities that are under pressure. So that uh, brought it. Uh, I think we were, I think we were down like 300. We were up uh, 200, uh, just neighborhood during the day, and again uh, all the gains that had been uh, established later in the day just about wiped out with very modest increases. So we are starting 2019 the way that we exited uh, uh, 2018 in as much as uh, these uh, wild up-and-down swings uh, in the market, so we'll keep track of that. Here's the big news, and that is um, it's a brand-new year, and I am excited because, um, and of course, part of My experience of last year, a a lot of things have changed for me in terms of what's important, what's not important. And uh, first of all, I want to say thank you, thank you, thank you to those of you over the last uh, couple of weeks as I've been here uh, sharing about um, our end of the year, first of 2019 uh, donor campaign with Heart for Lebanon uh, the last time I gave you a report before several of us, uh, some of our sponsors and partners were out for the the Christmas New Year's break, but uh, we were um, needing about 63 more classroom days to be covered. Uh, remember that a classroom day, uh, if you'd like to participate with us and uh, join me, is $98 per day for... Um, Refugees from Syria and Iraq who have had to flee not only ISIS, but the Syrian Civil War. We're talking about basically 2 million moms and children. Um, Dads basically didn't make it out. Most of these families have seen horrible things happen to their their fathers and their husbands, as well as older teenage uh, boys and girls. And so the $2 million, the $2 million person, uh, just tragedy. Uh, there are just people wall to wall in the tiny country of Lebanon, which is controlled by, uh, well, a terrorist entity by the name of Hezbollah. And uh, we've got some very, very courageous uh, Christian um, brothers and sisters to me as a Christ follower uh, there, providing an education and an opportunity for a lot of these Muslim children to come out of uh, the world that they've been exposed to and to actually be the future leaders, we believe, in salt and light. Well, before, we were needing about 63 more to reach our goals, 63 class hours, class days, I should say, at $98 a day. We are down to 44. And those numbers have flipped. We have uh, covered about 60 classroom days right now as we start the new year. And uh, we need about 44 to finish it out. So I just want to thank many of you who participated over the last uh, few days. So here's where we're at. Would you stand with me this afternoon? Who would like to take us from 44 down to 43? And you can do that by a one-time gift. That's a one-time gift of $98, which can be uh, phoned in to uh, Heart for Lebanon. And, uh, or you can go to our website at LetstalkFaith.com. That's LetstalkFaith.com and give you an opportunity to do that. The phone number to call right now is 877-873-0190, 877-873-0190. Would you stand with me? Uh, I'm determined, and we have 44 classroom days left. And let me give you an example. At, at $98, you know, maybe you could take two days or three days, maybe even five days. Real simple. All you have to do is multiply uh, 98 times 5. And, uh, and by the way, you can uh, just shy of $500. And if you wanted to, you could tell our operators that you'd like to participate, but divide that up in, say, 12 equal payments for 2019. And remember that uh, maybe there's someone out there who would uh, stand with me this afternoon in a leadership gift. Leadership gift uh, of say ten days would be just shy of um, a thousand, you know, a thousand dollars, and uh, that would take us from forty four down to thirty four. So, um, what could you do this afternoon? Go to Let'sTalkFaith You can give securely online. Or go to 877-873-0190. But I'd love for 10 of you over the next 15 minutes, if you would, stand with me and uh, take a day at $98 a day. 877-873-0190. More of the Bill Bunkley Show coming up in a moment. Don't go away. I'll be right back.
2: With SRN News, I'm Bob Agnew in Washington. President Trump says the southern border is, in his words, like a sieve, and he's lamenting how U.S. authorities felt the need to fire tear gas into Mexico during the first hours of the new year to repel about 150 migrants trying to breach the border fence in Tijuana. He says what's needed is a stronger wall to keep people out and to stop both the flow of drugs and human trafficking across the border. The president reacting to an op-ed by incoming Republican Senator Mitt Romney, who criticized the president's character and leadership. He's calling on Romney to be a team player if he assumes his role in the U.S. Senate. As for his falling out with Defense Secretary Jim Mattis over his decision to pull U.S. troops out of Syria, he says he essentially fired Mattis, even though Mattis resigned in protest. On Wall Street at the close, the Dow was up about 20 points. This is SRN News.
3: What does it take to live an uncommon life? Here's former Super Bowl winning coach Tony Dungy with today's Uncommon Moment.
9: Studies show that boys and girls who grow up without a father at home are five times more likely to end up in poverty. They face a greater risk of making poor lifestyle choices like criminal behavior, drug use, and teen pregnancy. Author Donald Miller wants to help change this trend. That's why he founded the Mentoring Project. His not-so-modest goal is to close 15% of the U.S. prisons within a generation by intentionally developing mentoring relationships. Fatherless kids need our help. They don't need extraordinary people, just ordinary, everyday men and women who care enough to invest themselves, their time, attention, and wisdom into the lives of others.
3: New York Times bestselling author, Tony Dungy. Discover more at CoachDungy.com. That's CoachDungy.com.
4: Looking for more than just a job? Searching for a career path with a higher calling? With a company who wants you for your life skills as well as your job skills? Find a career you can believe in. Find your true calling at ChristianJobs.com ChristianJobs.com is the largest Christian employment website with thousands of job listings in the Christian sector. Get connected with outstanding employers that share your values and understand there's more to you than what's in your resume.
7: I've always wanted to focus my energies in the
1: Saturdays at noon, Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy. People that don't walk
4: with the Lord come up with these questions sometimes. Oh, God, show me your will, and you haven't been walking with Christ. You're going to make some mistakes here if you're not careful. Our point here is to stay in fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ.
1: Faith Answers with Pastor Gary Roy, Saturdays at noon on Faith Talk 570 WTBN, online at letstalkfaith.com.
9: Hi, I'm Tony Dungeon. To be successful in football, you have to be able to read the plays. And to help children succeed, it's important that dads huddle up with their kids and read books. Research shows that reading together helps children develop their vocabulary, learn to think creatively, be better prepared for school, fall in love with reading, and best of all, fall deeper in love with you. For five ways to bond with your kids through
8: reading, visit allprodad.com and start reading with them tonight. Thank you.
3: walked among the shadows you wiped my tears away and i felt the pain of heartbreak and i've seen the brighter days and i've prayed prayers to heaven from my lowest place and i have held your blessings god you give and take away no matter what i have
6: We're back. Bill Bunkley here. It is a beautiful, beautiful Wednesday afternoon, and uh, we are coming up on 34 Minutes Past the Hour on the Bill Bunkley Show. Phone number to call if you'd like to uh, enter into our conversation this afternoon is 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Well, 2019, 2019 is here and uh, with us, and uh, and of course, our show, particularly during the four o'clock hour, we uh, just absolutely enjoy being with our friends, uh, listening in on our answer stations here in Central Florida, as well as our Faith Talk stations. And so, it's time to at least take a little look forward to 2019 in terms of, What are some of the major areas of interest and the issues that are going to be facing not only our brand new governor, but the Florida legislature, which will be not only convening their committee meetings in just a few days in Tallahassee, but we also have the inauguration of the new governor just a day's away around the corner. So let's uh, take a little bit of a preview of uh, not only some of the things that uh, are on the radar today that I want to bring to your attention, but certainly are going to be some of the of the conversations that we're going to have in the future. And uh, as always, um, just to invite you to uh, join the conversation if you'd like. Well, I mentioned a new governor, and that is because Governor DeSantis is going to be taking the helm He is a Republican uh, and was just uh, narrowly elected in what I would call the purple state of Florida. Uh, Republicans uh, still were able to uh, garner most of the statewide offices, but uh, uh, with the efforts by those of the Democratic Party, the voting numbers certainly were very competitive this time around. We'll talk about some of those impacts in just a minute. But um, here's my assessment. The new governor, he is certainly a greenhorn. Now, he isn't a greenhorn as far as some of the, the major issues affecting Florida because, of course, he was Florida's congressman from the district just uh, outside of uh, St. Augustine. So And he grew up right here in our listing area in Dunedin. In fact, uh, when he was a youngster, he was on a state championship uh, uh, baseball team there in Dunedin. So he certainly is uh, not a greenhorn to Florida in general. And certainly with a lot of the issues pertaining to Florida and to Congress, he was one of the outspoken supporters, unabashedly supporters, of President Trump and um President Trump gave him the nod in terms of uh, when he uh, uh, announced that he wanted to pursue being Florida's next governor. And uh, he successfully defeated Adam Putnam in the Republican primary to do just that. But uh, there's a big difference in part pardon me this afternoon because um, there are days in my recovery here where sometimes my throat is a little more parched than other days. It's just unpredictable, so today's one of the days where I'm sipping some tea as I'm sharing with you. But um, the jury is out as to uh, how he will lead. Now, what I mean by that is there's no doubt in my mind that he is a conservative, and uh, I'm liking what I'm seeing in in the areas of his social conservatism. But um, may I just be honest with you? Think about this for just a moment. There is a huge difference between being a legislator, which he was in D.C., working on big picture issues, working on general concepts that would end up uh, being placed or removed from uh, the federal statutes. It's a whole lot different Uh, assuming the role of either a president or in this case the governor of the state of Florida. There is nothing in Mr. DeSantis's background that gives him any experience as a chief executive officer. Now that doesn't mean he's not going to be a great governor and he may end up being a great executive uh, officer for Florida, but it's much different to be the governor where all of the various departments that go into the state of Florida, uh, whether it's commerce, whether it's education, whether it's um, the Wildlife uh, Commission, and you oversee the entire day-to-day operations of the state of Florida. That is like being the executive of uh, a major corporation. And when you look at the billions of dollars that are part of Florida's budget, you can see that there is a lot at stake. Now, just to give you an idea, you know, you take larger companies, you know, you got Netflix, uh, you have uh, some of the biotech companies. You know, when they look for a chief executive officer, they look for someone who has a proven track record and experience. Now, a little bit different when it comes to what we do in terms of elections Inasmuch as that uh, Mr. DeSantis was elected, I probably would suggest uh, there are a fair amount of people um, out in the land of Florida who uh, didn't give a whole lot of thought of the difference between being a great legislator or one that could be a great executive officer. So, and also, um, it's going to require him to consider more situations and issues where um, having to compromise or at least looking at compromise uh, to a greater extent, which in areas that uh, are not necessarily where his heart is, but it requires a chief executive officer to consider those areas much more than in a partisan basis uh, as you are a, a legislator, even though we're wanting, even right now, bipartisan results to come from the government shutdown in Washington and uh, bipartisan give and take on securing our borders with some sort of a wall or a fence or the monitoring equipment thereof. So we're going to watch him. He's got some major things that uh, are going to uh, be on his plate, and some of those will be what we are talking about here. So my number one topic for 2019 is uh, the governor, uh, the new governor state of Florida. Now, the next thing is, let's talk about medical marijuana. Now, Nikki Freed is probably a name you're familiar with. She was the lone Democrat that was able to uh, be elected uh, in statewide, and she is our um, commissioner-elect of agriculture. And uh, keep in mind that I believe her title was the lead lawyer in getting medical marijuana approved in the state of Florida in terms of at least the amendment. Um, That has not made a a great deal of progress in terms of implementation. But um, her campaign around the state, need to look at this very soberly, uh, she was definitely pro-marijuana around the state. And I will hold out to you, it wasn't just pro-medical marijuana. I'm talking about pro-recreational use marijuana. So when you look at the fact that she was able to raise the numbers necessary to be elected, keep in mind for folks like me, um, uh, very, very um, careful about uh, my support for medical marijuana, the CDB, which is the oil in marijuana that was helping the young kids with their uh, seizures, Um, Then the other question is uh, people who uh, without a doubt diagnosed for, you know, four to six months, whatever it is remaining in their life, if uh, smoking marijuana would relieve some of the the pain uh, certainly is uh, an area that uh, people will consider. But I want to tell you that uh, we are only, uh, unfortunately, probably a stone's throw away from the forces uh, forcing upon us uh, everyone else uh, recreational marijuana and I just say that because a lot of the research on marijuana um, sort of similar to what we have in the area of alcohol and other areas that uh, people use for recreational use um, it's not necessary the folks that uh, use it very sparingly it is the the headlines we see every few days of a a death or a tragedy or a serious injury uh, based on the abuse of um, these recreational or party drugs. So know that we have uh, some listening today that uh, you all uh, are part of the class of social drinkers, and I get that, I understand that, but at the same time, Um, what are we going to do with uh, the future of marijuana? So this year, um, as we go into 2019, just keep in mind that um, we've got about 20 lawsuits around medical marijuana, and uh, we've got a lot of licenses of uh, part of those lawsuits that want to grow marijuana and distribute the marijuana. And um, Mr. DeSantis is on record. Believe uh, not wanting to continue some of the state uh, of Florida's legal appeals, and they may that may single uh, be be signaling to us that DeSantis is uh, uh, going to be somewhat uh, neutral on some of what may come his way in terms of marijuana expansion in Florida. Um, But I know that uh, his lieutenant governor, uh, Jeanette Nunes, said that he isn't interested in continuing that fight. So we'll keep an eye on that 877-943-9673 as we're reviewing some of the things to look for you to look forward to to be praying about if you're a Christ follower uh, or if you want to uh, be aware of some of the things that I'm sure we'll be covering. How about education in Florida? House Speaker Richard Corcoran, soon to be former House Speaker, has been appointed by Mr. DeSantis as Commissioner of Education and uh, he has, uh, during his term in the legislature, been very interested in expansion of charter schools, vouchers, and school choice. So for the uh, lobby, uh, the uh, public school lobby, it's going to be a very interesting time to watch the chess match. that's going to ensue. They have more or less uh, held their powder dry, not wanting to draw um, uh, an initial skirmish or a fight with uh, Richard um, to this point, but uh, once uh, the commissioner starts uh, in concert with the, um, the governor, starts to look at uh, exactly where education is going to be going under his tutelage and the future of the new legislature, that's going to be interesting. Eight seven seven nine four three nine six seven three. the next issue we'll talk about is the majority of Floridians Floridians voted to expand felon voting rights that's amendment four it passed with 64 percent of the vote what does that mean is it automatic or is the legislature going to get involved that will probably be a hotly debated issue during the next session phone lines are open 877-943-9673 i'm bill bunkley briefing you on the future of the issues here in florida in 2019.
0: We'll be
7: To buy a million dollars of affordable term life for you, all you need to do is call Big Lou at 800-444-2013. Lou will make sure the scales are tipped in your favor. Call 800-444-2013. Big Lou will answer your call and work to fit you into a term life policy that you can afford. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-444-2013. 800-444-2013. Want to
10: fly somewhere? Looking for cheap flights or cheap tickets? Then call. That's right. Call the low-cost airline travel hotline now for prices so low, we can't publish them anywhere. Low-cost airlines has all kinds of cheap travel deals. Fly domestically and save up to 75%. You can even fly internationally and save even more. Yes, fly anywhere in the world and save a lot of money on your plane tickets. We'll even save you money with cheap travel deals on hotels, rental cars, even complete travel packages. So don't book your tickets until you call us first for the absolute cheapest prices on U.S. and international airline tickets and hotels. Call right now for prices so low they can't be published. Travel experts are here 24-7 to help. 800-704-1662, 800-704-1662, 704 1662 That's 800-704-1662.
11: Attention. Hydrolyze is currently seeking participants with dark circles and puffy eyes. If you have dark circles or bags under your eyes, whether they are due to fatigue, your diet, or simply aging, you are eligible to participate in a Hydrolyze trial. Hydrolyze was introduced to address the visible signs of aging to the delicate skin around your eyes and has been shown to visibly erase dark circles and bags. To find out how you can try Hydrolyze free for 30 days and participate in the Hydrolyze trial, call 1-800-396-5826. Fragile capillaries under the eyes can leak, allowing blood to pool beneath the skin like a dark, ugly bruise. But now you can join the thousands of people who have seen these signs of under-eye aging literally fade away. Participate in this risk-free trial by calling today. If you're serious about getting rid of dark circles or bags under your eyes, you're eligible to participate today and experience results risk-free with Hydrolyze. Call this number today, (coughs) 1-800-396-5826.
2: That's surround Tampa.com connecting you with new customers.
6: We're back. Bill Bunkley here wrapping up the first hour, taking a look at some of the discussions we'll be having in uh, the next few weeks and months. And of course, uh, A big one that came out of this last uh, voting cycle is the felon voting rights. And so how we are going to uh, implement uh, the opportunity for folks who have get who are getting out of prison and in jail uh, to be able to uh, vote in Florida. And, of course, uh, let me just give you the code on that is that um, the reason why that's so important for one political party in Florida, that is a Democratic Party, is that um, here and around the country. Uh, There is no doubt that the population coming out of the prison system um, is much more prone to register and to be active on the Democratic or the left of center area of uh, politics and issues, and so that's why this has been a very important push by those on the left. So, But the Republican-controlled legislature and the the new Republican governor is going to decide, quote-unquote, implementation of the passage of amendment four and so we'll see how that um, unfolds as the committee process and the committees go forward. Obviously with another debacle down in uh, Broward County somewhat in Palm Beach County going to be looking very closely at uh, what needs to be done uh, putting teeth into the voting laws you know the idea of missing the deadlines the machines that couldn't count Boxes left here, claims of fraud, so many things happening about the midterms. So you can better believe that some of those committee meetings are going to be very, very interesting. And I'll be, of course, keeping a close eye on those uh, with my role as president of the Florida Ethics and Religious Liberties Commission. And looking forward to uh, reporting to you from Tallahassee. So we'll see uh, with the very important 2020 presidential election just around the corner. Uh, there's going to be a lot of fight <laughs> happening on what's going to be happening with those rules and regulations between the Democrats and the Republicans. Well, you know, not only you heard a lot about uh, Red Tide, but you also heard a lot about the the green uh, phosphorus problem down in Lake Okeechobee. I want to tell you that uh, the landscape has probably changed a little bit, pardon the pun, And that is because Big Sugar down in the Everglades, where you've got the sugar cane fields, they've been a very, very effective lobby for years and years here in Florida. But uh, Governor Rick DeSantis made fighting against Big Sugar a part of his uh, campaign. Um, He likes to refer to himself, quote, as a Teddy Roosevelt conservationist, close quote and uh, even his wife, uh, former TV announcer Casey DeSantis, has said she would like to make water quality her trademark issue. So for those um, in the sugar business, those in the orange grow business, et cetera, et cetera, the idea of the uh, fertilizers used for our agriculture and water quality, looks like that that uh, may be on a collision course. We'll keep that in mind. And the budget's going to be a big deal for the state of Florida to um, sort out. But I want to tell you, one of the main reasons is because of the aftermath and the huge, huge dollars that the state took a hit on in terms of Hurricane Michael, Uh, the strongest storm to hit the panhandle in, in the history of the state of Florida. And so now the idea is how do we pay for it? And keep in mind that Hurricane Irma, to refresh your memory, who slammed into the Florida Keys, Um, they haven't recovered from that in terms of the financial losses and the rebuilding. And so the legislature is going to have to take a look at that. And because the incoming House Speaker, Jose Oliva, uh, is from Miami Lakes, he's certainly sensitive to uh, hurricanes and, if not for the panhandle, certainly down in uh, his neighboring uh, counties, Monroe County there in the Keys. He's also, he being the Speaker, We'll see. He has criticized hospitals uh, as being government-subsidized monopolies, and he's looking for the opportunity to uh, make some changes on some of the big issues on the healthcare care front, so we'll watch that as well. And uh, how, about, how about guns? Well, the whole issue of what happened over at Agriculture, Department of Agriculture, uh, with the concealed gun permits, uh, I can tell you that now that uh, Nikki Freed is going to be heading that up. Uh, there's been some talk about immediately removing that from agriculture, uh, which is going to be overseen by the incoming uh, Democrat member of the Florida Cabinet, uh, as well as uh, she wants to uh, have a thorough investigation as to what happened in that area. So we'll watch that as well. So. Again, the budget's going to be a big deal this year in the state of Florida, and, but I can tell you that because of the robust economy, the revenues that I looked at, uh, was it yesterday, Not yesterday, a couple days ago, uh, looks like that we have uh, some healthy reserves that have come in, which means that we've been able to accumulate revenue over what was estimated because of how well things have gone here in Florida with our tourists and uh, agriculture notwithstanding devastation to some of our citrus groves. Well, that has been a very quick update as we want to introduce you to uh, uh, what's gonna be happening in 2019. And we know that uh, our audience is an educated audience. They want to be informed and it's hard to find uh, the opportunities to learn about these subjects. So. That's an idea of what we're going to be looking for as we move forward. Now, I'm going to be taking a short break, and uh, we'll be continuing with the second hour of the Bill Bunkley Show over on our Faith Talk station. So if you'd like to hang with me, I invite you to go right now to AM 570, if you're not there, or in Plant City, AM 910, or 102.1 in Lakeland. And remember, 570 is all around the area. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back.
12: We believe every child should have the access and opportunity to participate in quality music programs Music education isn't just important if you're going to make it your career It helps boost student engagement and achievement across all academic subjects And helps children develop the abilities that set them up for lifelong success Music has always been a huge part of my life When I started taking clarinet lessons in 6th grade band, a whole world was open to me I learned how to read music and play multiple instruments. From there, I sang in choir and learned about melodies and harmonies and chords and how to string them together to make this beautiful thing called music. The music education that I received as a student set me up for success as an adult, not just in my career, but in my life. Music is transformative, and I want to ensure that it's never silenced. Learn how you can help support music education at itstartswithme.org
1: faith talk 570 wtbn pinellas park online at letstalkfaith.com a service of the salem media group
13: breaking news this hour from townhall.com i'm keith peters President Trump says the partial government shutdown is worth the fight over funding for his proposed border wall.
0: With the partial government shutdown closing in on two weeks, the president says he's prepared to do what it takes to win congressional approval of border wall funding.
1: Could be a long time, or it could be quickly. Could be a long time. It's it's too important a subject
13: to walk away from.
0: He says the southern border is like a sieve and that the U.S. needs a physical barrier. Greg Clugston, Washington.
13: After a meeting with the president and congressional representatives, Congressman Kevin McCarthy says they got no counteroffer from the Democrats. That's why we moved legislation. That's why the vice president went to the Senate. um, When we had the challenge just a couple weeks ago, no counteroffer came back.
11: There was not a counteroffer today, and hopefully Friday there will be.
13: British Foreign Secretary Jeremy Hunt warns a no-deal Brexit would cause disruption that could last some time and that a second referendum could be very damaging. That is not to say
0: we mustn't reach out to the 48% of the country who didn't want to vote uh, to leave the EU, and we must show them that the Brexit that we get is going to not be a Brexit where we pull up the drawbridge. It's not going to be a Brexit where uh, we close ourselves off to the world, which is what many of them have worried about.
13: Police are searching for a driver who fired several shots into a car carrying a family in the Houston area.
3: Seven-year-old Jasmine Barnes was killed. Her mother shot in the arm. Investigators have now released a surveillance video image of a red four-door pickup truck from which the driver fired gunshots Sunday morning. Jasmine's father is pleading with the public to help find the killer. Harris County Sheriff Ed Gonzalez says the shooting was unprovoked. But he isn't speculating on why someone would do this. I'm Rita Foley.
13: On Wall Street, the dot by 18 points, the NASDAQ rose 31. More on these stories at townhall.com.
1: Hi, we're here with Alexander Green, four-time best-selling author and chief investment strategist of the Oxford Club. Alex is a stock-picking legend. He called 6 of the best stocks of the past 20 years, including Apple, Intuitive Surgical, Netflix, Verizon, Amazon, and Celgene. Now, Alex, I understand you're targeting a new stock.
4: Yes, it's a cutting-edge tech company making blockbuster deals. I'm talking about $450 million with Nokia, 395 million with Microsoft, and a $29.2 billion deal with Apple. The The company is set to create 50,000 new jobs right here in America. And Donald Trump himself even calls what they're doing the eighth wonder of the world. Yet you've likely never even heard of it because this $3 stock trades under a secret
1: name. Alex just got on stage in front of a packed crowd to talk about this secret stock. And you can see his free presentation at OneStockRetirement.com. Don't wait on this. We expect the stock to make big national news in March. Go to OneStockRetirement.com now.
13: Water fountains are being eyed as the possible cause of a cluster of illnesses on a flight from Ohio to Florida.
1: Cleveland health officials say the drinking fountains in Concourse A at Hopkins Airport have been closed and sanitized and water samples from them are being tested. The action comes after six passengers on a Frontier Airlines flight from Cleveland to Tampa on New Year's Day fell ill. Authorities said they might have used the water fountains, but no details were released on what their symptoms were. All six were put under observation in Florida, but their status was not released. The water quality tests will take several days to yield results. I'm
13: Warren Levinson. A NASA spacecraft traveling 4 billion miles from Earth has sent back its first close-up pictures of the most distant celestial object ever explored, and it resembles a reddish snowman. Ultima Thule, as the small icy object has been dubbed, is an elongated body about 20 miles long, consisting of two fused-together spheres. News and analysis at townhall.com. I'm Keith Peters. Democrats are about to flex their nearly won power in the House to defend Obamacare. Scheduling a vote next week to formally intervene in court to defend the Affordable Care
1: Act, something the previous House refused to do. The vote would put the House on record defending Obamacare against a lawsuit filed last year by 20 GOP-led states seeking to overturn the Affordable Care Act. A federal judge in Texas
13: has ruled in favor of the lawsuit, but the ruling has been put on hold while the decision is appealed. Capitol Hill correspondent Wally Hines reporting. Russian emergency officials say more bodies have been pulled from the rubble of a partially collapsed apartment building, bringing the death toll since Monday morning to 33 State news agencies TASS and RIA Novosti report that five more bodies were recovered late Wednesday in the vast heap of concrete rubble in the city of Magnitogorsk. An 11-month-old boy survived. More on these stories at townhall.com.
1: Christ demands first place. There's no room on the throne of your heart
0: for two gods. This is the Bill Bunkley Show
6: Good afternoon and welcome back on this first official broadcast day for the Bill Bunkley Show Live in 2019. And uh, i tell you what, I give all the honor and the glory and the praise to our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And as I've been sharing with uh, various folks throughout the day, it is, um, it is a real blessing to be in the service of the Lord here starting the new year. And uh, I'm still very, very open, have a lot of uh, areas in my life that um, I'm looking forward to clarifying what the Lord would have me to do. And I just want to be an encouragement to you that um, in the same way that he is sharing many things with me, he's sharing many things with you if you are a Christ follower. And whether you allow yourself to be open to that or you only let certain compartments of your life uh, be open to that. I want to tell you this would be an exciting time for you to just say, "You know what? I am selling out. I am I whatever is uh, happening in my life that is contrary to God's operational manual and that is the owner's manual and it is great." You know, most of you have cars. If you have a late model car, most of you have an owner's manual in your glove box that uh, hopefully covers most all aspects of your uh, mechanical aspect of your car. People don't realize it, that we have the Holy Bible, the Holy Scriptures. And as you search the 66 books of the Bible, I believe that every question we have, especially in the areas of trust, uh, in the areas of obedience, it's all there. So... Hopefully, that would be an encouragement to to all of us in the year ahead that we have an opportunity to really explore what God would have us to do for us. Well, to start out 2019 in this emphasis here on our faith talk stations, thinking about our members of law enforcement and also our first responders in terms of fire rescue um, EMTs. Because they certainly can be in the line of fire. But I'm talking about blue lives. And blue lives is the term that we have uh, accepted here recently for our law enforcement officers. And as we start the new year, and as we are considering what the Lord would have us to maybe pray about, one of the areas of prayer for this year's theme how am I praying for our law enforcement officers, not just here in our listing area, but all around the country? Now, and by the way, let me give you our telephone number if you'd like to discuss this and any other topics during this hour. Uh, Mike Miracle standing by. Love to take your call at 877 943 9673. That's 877 877- 943-9673. You can join the conversation. You know, I have a lot of uh, friends that I know that are in law enforcement. And as I get older, a lot of those friends are now in, they're, they're off the street per se, of street patrol. They're, you know, they're in burglary. They're in homicide. They're in domestic those type of things, and so they're in the detective force. But I wanted to bring to your attention the spike that we're now registering in 2018 of law enforcement officers who have lost their lives. And when you think about, go back 40 or 50 years if if you're that old, I think about a time when it was a very rare occurrence to hear about just someone being murdered, much less a violent confrontation with law enforcement and a dangerous suspect. And unless we take stock of changes... I don't know about you, but so much in my life really resembles the portrait of the two frogs in regard to the two pots of water on the stove. The one frog that was in the water that was room temperature... is in a body of water that is slowly turned up around him. Now, the other frog is not in the second pan of water. The frog is on the outside of the water, and that water is just absolutely piping hot. And you know the story, but, you know, the frog that jumps into the hot water immediately knows that it's scalding, it's life-threatening, and jumps right out. However, the slow increase of the changes in the environment for the frog that's just been sitting in the water, in the pot, as it begins to get warmer and warmer, doesn't realize the changes and doesn't realize the steps necessary to, uh, to react to those changes. Now, the reason why I mentioned that to you is I think that's the way many of us, especially those as Christ followers, here we are in 2019, and there is no doubt in my mind about the absolute moral collapse of our culture here in America. The grand experimentation. Of man taking over his own, men or women taking over their own reigns of their own life. We've seen the three or four decades that have transpired since prayer was taken out of school, and I'm going to be very specific Christian prayer. And for those of us, we have a conviction that that is special because. It's just not a willy-nilly prayer to anything. No, we believe, while others will call us narrow-minded, will call us, uh, you know, exclusive of others, but we believe in absolute truth. We believe when the Bible tells us that there is one God and we believe that God's Son who came to this earth to give a one-time blood sacrifice for all, that when Jesus says he is the way and the truth and the life and no one comes to the Father, which means no one enters into eternity of fellowship with him, we will all enter in eternity. The Bible is very clear that when we die, we don't die. We're either going to have a, a, an eternity of life with God uh, the God, his son, and the Holy Spirit, or we're going to have an eternity of a very unpleasant, very unpleasant time separated from him. But now that we have decided that, quite frankly, that God had nothing to do with the creation of the world, it was just by chance. It was just some selves that got into a warm puddle. And after Darwin came up with a lot of things to just assume in a, in a theory. And so now everything is based on survival of the fittest. That truth is what truth is for the individual. And everything is just maddening out there. I don't know if, <laughs> even even simple things like I happened to uh, watch, uh, I recorded some of the NBC ball drop. I can't even and I will not even discuss with you what one of the co-hosts was talking about just minutes before the ball drop to an audience that's got a bunch of kids watching we are we are so out of control as a culture and a people, but yet, the majority of this culture that continues to not want to acknowledge God, not want to acknowledge anyone in authority over them, and this this circles back to my discussion about our police, that this lack of, of authority, before I take a break, I want to ask you a question. With the chaos we see, what's happening every night on our streets, is there going to be a time where, We're not going to be able to recruit a police officer. Can you imagine what our families go through each night when a police officer leaves for that midnight duty or in the morning for the morning duty? Because the rate at which police officers have been killed and injured just in the last 365 days, one year, is alarming. In a moment, I'll have those statistics because I hope that I will never take our law enforcement for granted. And I'm praying that you will never take our law enforcement personnel for granted. And I want to put yourself in their shoes. When I come back, I've got some statistics that I think are just going to grip your heart. 877-943-9673. That's 877-943-9673. Blue lives matter. They matter big time. I'm Bill Bunkley. I'll be right back.
5: Wall, sail on the Sea of Galilee, pray on the Mount of Beatitudes, the list goes on. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered. If you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your chance. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose, the 10-day Stand with Israel Tour, December 2019.
8: Join Mike Gallagher for the Stand with Israel Tour. Call to book, 800-247-1899, or click Stand with Israel at letstalkfaith.com. It's the worst humanitarian crisis in our lifetime. Over 2 million refugees have settled in Lebanon. Over half of them, children. Roaming tent settlements with no hope for a future, they are the innocent victims of war and terrorism. You can join with our Christian brothers and sisters at Heart for Lebanon to help bring them the greatest gift ever given. Please call 877-873-0190. Right now, your gift of $98 will help bring food and Christian education to 18 refugee children. That's an entire class of kids at Heart for Lebanon's Hope Center. Let's rescue these kids for Christ before someone else captures them for evil. It will be the best gift you give this year. Call now and be as generous as you can. 877-873-0190. That's 877 873 or at letstalkfaith.com.
4: Over the past decade, hundreds of broadcast ministries have multiplied their listenership through a partnership with OnePlace.com, the largest online Christian broadcast platform. Here's Greg Laurie. By partnering with OnePlace, we've been able to expand our online ministry in a way that complements our current web strategy for maximize outreach and impact. Steve Arterburn.
1: Through our partnership with OnePlace, We've been able to grow our online ministry in ways that Well, we just never would have been able to do it otherwise.
4: John MacArthur. This is a partnership we enjoy and for which we thank the Lord. Colin Smith. Our partnership
8: with OnePlace.com has multiplied our ministry effectiveness. We're reaching new
11: listeners every day.
4: And Dr. David Jeremiah. Many of the new listeners we reach here each day through OnePlace are now faithful ministry supporters. Introduce your message to the largest online Christian audience on the web. Visit us today at OnePlaceRadio.com to learn how. That's oneplaceradio.com.
1: Who do you work for? Weekday afternoons at 3. Join Jim and Martha Brangenberg for I Work for Him. Who do you really work for? Is it your clients, your boss, your family, your car payment, yourself, or your Lord? This isn't a trick question. There is a right answer. You're either all in or all out. Are you for Him? I am. In fact, I work for Him. I work for Jesus Christ. I work for Him. Weekdays at 3 p.m. On Faith Talk AM 570, AM 910, and FM 102.1.
6: You know, it's important to know just who's in control. Some of you listening this afternoon may not think about it, but your belief system is you are in control. You are in control of your destiny. I don't know about that. Twenty-one minutes past the hour. Bill Bunkley here on The Bill Bunkley Show, 877-943-9673. Let me ask you a question. Have we become a much more dangerous society to police? I don't mean to police, but to to police a society. Keep everybody in line. Is this a much more dangerous society here in America, here in Florida, to police? 877-943-9673 may join the conversation. Do we really see the parallels? Were we removed God from school, Jesus from school, and have we seen the steady march to the immorality we see all around us, the rage that we see all around us? Well, I want to tell you that there's an organization called the Wounded Blue, Randy Sutton, Founded the Wounded Blue. He is a retired police lieutenant. And there has been a significant increase just in the last year, in 2018, of men and women in blue gunned down, killed in the line of duty. Think about this. There are 365 days in a year. In 2018, 148 men and women in blue had their lives taken by a shooting. Now, it's, it's shy, it's a little more than every two days, but think about it. 148 times, as opposed to 365 days in a year, just about every three days, two and a half days, somewhere in America, a cop is gunned down. Now, I want to tell you that it's not only just those who were killed by gunfire, but I want to tell you that it's also automobile accidents. And it's double, though, the 148 times is double the amount of, that is um, the second leading cause of death, which is, you know, a police officer being involved with an accident, maybe with with the lights on heading to save a life. And they're involved in a fatal auto accident. And then what adds what I have a hard time Wondering why we cannot secure our border, just a few days ago in Newman, California, all it was was an officer who pulled over what he thought he observed as a suspected drunk driver. He didn't know he had a real bad guy because of the plate or anything else. Just a routine DUI stop. And unfortunately, they're very routine. Too routine. Well, that officer was Ronel Singh. And he was shot and killed. And as probably most of you know right now, once again... The man who killed Officer Singh was an illegal alien. Part of a gang, but someone who had no business being here. And I want to make a clear distinction. Over the last decades, there have been hardworking men and women who have crossed our border and because this country turned the other cheek for cheap agricultural labor cheap building labor I know all about the fact that uh, we had jobs that Americans would not fill and that is why many of those find themselves here today but What happened over the last 10, 20, maybe 30 years of those folks who are now here and decision has to be made about what to do about that situation, I want to tell you that what's happening in the world, in America, and around us is so much different today than it was 30 years ago. In my opinion, you may not agree with me, but there's no doubt that we need to secure our border. I don't know that it is a solid wall all up and down the border. Probably not. I don't know if it's one of the fences that you could kind of hand something through concrete slats, but yet you could never get through. I don't know what it is. Some areas are electronic. Certainly need to have the expertise of the Israelis of how to have the Ground penetrating radar because of the, you build a wall, you're going to have um, tunnels. But here we have again, we have people who have violated our laws, some of which have been deported several times, and then you know the stories. And we just seem to just, some members of our society, just because of the political implications of wanting to have political majorities, It's as if the, the assault on a law enforcement officer is just not a big deal in the eyes of some. And I want to tell you that more and more of those that are here illegally are doing the assaulting. There's just no doubt about it. And it's not just being killed, you know, because at the same time, Mr. Sutton with the wounded blue, not only are the attacks up, the physical injuries are up, the deaths are up, and at the same time you're seeing the prosecutions of law enforcement going up, how much they are scrutinized, the the whole exercise of shoot, don't shoot, when is your life in jeopardy, when is it not? We have Lakeland police officers right now who, their report says that just a few days ago, teenagers in a stolen car at 2 o'clock in the morning told those teenagers to stop and get out of the car, and they got in, in a situation where they, what, 200 kids standing around, and they gunned the car, and the officers thought that people were at risk, and so They shot, and the teenage driver was killed. Now there's questioning of the act of whether that was justified or not. And I don't know. I'm not bringing that up. I'm just saying that in addition to the stress and the addition of saying goodbye to your family, you don't know if you're going to come home or if you do what you think you ought to do for your job, you may find yourself in jail. So, at the very least, I wanted to take a few moments here on the opening day of 2019 to ask you to consider the lives and the sacrifice of our law enforcement police officials. And have a little smile on your face when you think about just what they did a couple of nights ago. Heroic members of the Hillsborough County Sheriff's Department, got a 911 call that somewhere around Interstate 4, around Highway 301 and the Florida State Fairgrounds, that there was a young lady who got run off the road. And because of the high rate of speed there with the interstate, lost control of her car, ended up Going off, I believe the right side, of the, right side of the road, ended up in a drainage ditch with water and mud, upside down, and having the conversation with 911 um, officers, uh, a 911 dispatcher, and that dispatcher talking to Hillsborough County sheriff's officers. And immediately, uh, a horde of sheriff's vehicles, lights blazing, are all up and down that stretch of I-4, desperately trying to find this car that is submerging in the muck and the water. To find it in time so this young lady would not lose her life. And they rescued her. So... I think that not only should we pray for these people, but I think that, especially with the legislative session coming back, our Christian citizenship, which I believe that God has called us, especially with our guide for living in the book of Romans, about interacting especially. Unlike the first century Christians, they were living under Roman occupation. And Jesus still said, render under Caesar what is Caesar. But we've so blown in this country because we live in this republic with this democratic state called United States. And for us to render under Caesar what is Caesar means that we are so blessed because we can have a voice. We can elect majorities. We can have individuals who will stand with what we believe to be the eternal code of conduct, and that is our Holy Scriptures. That's why our voice in the marketplace, that's why our voice in the halls of Tallahassee, in the halls of Congress, with our chief executive officers, that's why it's so important for you to be engaged. That's why we do what we do here at Salem. On our platforms. That's why I think this is my 24th or 25th year that I'm dedicated to giving a voice to not my values, not values that originated with you, but to speak to the values that originated with the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and of course, our King of Kings, Lord of Lords, Jesus Christ. That's why it's important. So I hope that as we enter in 2019, I know it's part of what I think God has been speaking to me of where he wants me to go now that I have extended service here and was not called home to heaven, at least at this point, is um, we need to engage others with the saving grace and story of the Lord Jesus Christ to give them an opportunity to have what we have, and then secondarily to engage the culture in a loving way, pointing them to Scripture, pointing them to Jesus, knowing that many of them will reject it out of hand because of the environment we live in today. But let's keep our law enforcement in our prayers, and let's remember that if we keep ourselves into proverbs every day it helps us not to act as foolish people but to act as wise people of the book and the lord is not interested in seeing anyone perish and so I think these two priorities are very important amen 877-943-9673 when I come back update Heart for Lebanon, we are getting closer and how much I'm asking you to stand with me today in these closing days to help some moms and some children who have had horrible things done before them that no one should see. You can make a difference right after the break.
13: Here's the latest from SRN News. With SRN News, I'm Keith Peters in Washington. President Trump says the southern border is like a sieve, and he's lamenting how U.S. authorities fired tear gas into Mexico during the first hours of the new year to repel about 150 migrants trying to breach the border fence in Tijuana. Mr. Trump spoke during a White House meeting with his cabinet as the partial government shutdown continues into its 12th day. The Department of Homeland Security says the number of people caught crossing the border illegally dropped since the early 2000s. Mitt Romney, the 2012 GOP presidential nominee and incoming Utah senator, has quickly set himself apart from other Republicans in the new Congress with a blistering attack on President Trump's leadership and character. Romney wrote an op-ed in The Washington Post that said Trump's conduct over the past two years, particularly his actions last month, is evidence that the president has not risen to the mantle of the office. More details at srnnews.com.
12: At the CMA Foundation, we believe every child should have the access and opportunity to participate in quality music programs. I'm Sarah Evans. Music has always been a huge part of my life. Music education isn't just important if you're going to make it your career. It also helps children develop the abilities that set them up for lifelong success. Music is transformative, and I want to ensure that it is never silenced. Learn more at itstartswithme.org.
10: That's 800-651-3235. Health Markets Insurance Agency is DBA of InSphere Insurance Solutions, Inc. Licensed in all states. Product availability varies.
1: Know the Truth with Pastor Philip DeCourcy. It's a powerful moment at the beginning of the gospel. What do we read in Galatians 4, verse 4? In the
4: fullness of time, God sent forth His Son. God was preparing the world for Jesus' birth. God was preparing the world for His public ministry.
1: Weekday mornings at 9.30 on Faith Talk 570 WTBN. Online at Let's Talk
6: Human trafficking is modern-day slavery, and it happens in our own communities. Victims can be any gender, age, or race. Join the Department of Homeland Security's Blue Campaign to learn how to recognize and report this heinous crime. Visit our website at www.dhs.gov slash bluecampaign. That's www.dhs.gov slash bluecampaign. Your second look could be their second chance.
3: When you don't-
6: Yes, sir. We're trusting in you, our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. And thank you for being with us this afternoon. It is 42 minutes past the hour. Phone lines are open at 877-943-9673. You know, Lord, I am praying so deeply that we will answer the call. And I believe it is a call to uh, help our brothers and sisters, moms and small children, part of 2 Million Refugees that have absolutely overloaded the resources of the tiny country in Lebanon right in the northern border of Israel with uh, our heart for Lebanon. First of all, I want to thank all of you because since the last time we gave you a number a few days back, we needed 63 more classroom days to meet our goal of 102 classroom days. Now, remember that each classroom day, right now, you can make a one-time contribution and stand with me, Bill Bunkley, as I stand with the children and the moms who are getting a Christian education. These kids, uh, we have the classrooms ready. Some of the classrooms are in a brand new building right there in the Bacaw Valley. We have the, um, the furniture, the desks, and these are small classroom sizes of 18 students, And right now, all we need to do is to put the bow on the next round of youngsters who are going to be brought in from the refugee camps, brought in from the tents or the horse stalls or the cattle stalls that they're sleeping in and going to be coming in to receive a full day of a Christian education and to have a very complete lunch each and every day. And for some of these kids, it is the only real good meal they get a day because rations are part of what's happening in the refugee camps. $98 will take a classroom for a day. And I want to remind you that last uh, time we spoke a few days ago, we needed 63 more classroom days to be covered. We have actually flipped that. No, let me change that. You have actually flipped that. Right now... Right now, we need 44 more classroom days to be covered. That's right, 44, and we are bringing this down, and I am so excited, but I need to hear from you. And I know things have been busy, things have been tight, and everyone has been budgeting for not only the Christmas gifts, but the end of the year, uh, New Year situation. But I want to tell you, you right now could stand with me for a one-time gift of $98 tax-deductible, by calling 877-873-0190, 877-873-0190. If you would stand with me and make that call, you could bring our classroom goal down to 43. These children, these moms are not terrorists. These are moms who saw their husbands, in many cases, killed or dragged away. These are children, little children, who saw their dads, killed or dragged away and if you think that's not horrible enough most of the teenagers now we have some of the kids they've been in the camps for a couple of years so they're now entering into the teenage years but basically the older teenage boys and girls they're gone they've been dragged off too so i believe that god gives us these divine appointments and gives you a divine appointment to where you could help us this afternoon Could you help us reduce this down by classroom by calling 877-873-0190 or go to our website, letstalkfaith.com? Or maybe there's someone who's generous out there this afternoon. Maybe you have been blessed by the Lord. Maybe you understand that the way that God uses us and certainly uses radio ministries is to give you that divine appointment this afternoon. A one-time gift of just shy of $500, you could take five classroom days at $98 a piece. Would you do that this afternoon? And uh, we've had some really, really special leadership gifts. And this afternoon, you could be a real encouragement to me and a real validation of what the Lord is doing in Lebanon for uh, a gift just under $1,000. You do the math. How many classroom days you'd like to take, multiply that times 10. So you can see that $98 for a, a day for a classroom of 18 for Christian education and, and for that great lunch. Multiply that times 10, just shive a thousand bucks, or just give us a thousand bucks toward the classrooms. And right now, in an instant, you could take this total from 44 down to 34 and we are so 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 looking to the victory day of going over the finish line and i want you to know that i was there with these children i was all throughout the hezbollah controlled country of lebanon and yeah it was um it was a it was a multi-day visit that um uh i was very concerned uh only because of my Uh, background here and the fact that I I take organized uh, trips to Israel uh, which is their sworn enemies as far as Hezbollah but you know what God was in control God protected that's uh, how I felt going in and coming out so I've been there with these kids and I'm going to be posting some of the pictures of the classrooms of the kids I witnessed and so you know, if we could wrap this up in a day or two, then we'll be done. And I would just be praising the Lord, giving him all the honor and glory and praise. But I am determined. God has not taken this, this vision, this dream away from me for the overall goal. And so will you stand with me? 44 classroom days left. Call right now, 877-873-0190. The only question is, how many days will you take? Or you can go to our website, GiveSecurityOnline, Let'sTalkFaith.com, and I look forward to the report I can bring tomorrow of um, how we did this afternoon. Well, my last topic is on the topic of fools and foolishness. Now, for a long time, I have worked with people who enter into public service. And don't get me wrong, we have a lot of people who enter into public service for the right reasons, and we also have people who have entered because they want to make a difference for their Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. But I'm going to give you an example on the Republican side of things of as sort of an insider and as one who tries to share and bridge with you the the behind-the-scenes look at the legislative process, I I just, I got to tell you that the egos of some of our public officials, and let me just be clear, the boneheaded decisions that they make. Now, there's no doubt that the President of the United States, Donald Trump, is extremely controversial in some circles. And maybe with some of his uh, what I have uh, called his bedside manner, certainly there have been sort of bipartisan frustrations with the person who hails from New York, who, quite frankly, has made a fortune operating as uh, some, what some would say as uh, a New Yorker, how a New Yorker approaches business with negotiations and personal conversations. But at a time where we have a new Congress coming in, and certainly we have a big divide between Democrats and Republicans. But yesterday, the incoming freshman senator from Utah, you probably remember his name, Mitt Romney. He'll be taking office tomorrow. So what does he do? He writes an article, an op-ed that was published yesterday in the Washington Post and says, and I quote, conduct over the past two years, particularly his actions, talking about Trump this month, is evidence that the president has not risen to the mantle of the office. The president should demonstrate the essential qualities of honesty and integrity and elevate the national discourse with Uh, community, and mutual respect. And it is in this province where the incumbent shortfall has been most glaring. If that wasn't enough, Mitt goes on to say that he does not intend to comment on every tweet or fault. But he is going to speak out against significant statements or actions that are divisive, racist, sexist, Anti-immigrant, dishonest, or destructive to democratic institutions. Quote. Now, let me say one thing. My discernment is, this is an individual who isn't necessarily satisfied with being the freshman senator from Utah. This is a... This is an individual who tried to run for president and was not selected by conservatives, by Republicans in this country. Sure seems to me he still has some sour grapes. Now, I'm not taking up for the president. I'm just saying that on his arrival to Washington, going after the leader of his party, To me, that's a very short-sighted, self sided foolish move. And the only reason why I'm sharing that this afternoon, you may, dis- you, may- you may disagree with me. It's not about the person of Mitt Romney. It's not about the person of Donald Trump. It's a glaring example of what goes on a lot of the time behind the scenes that you will never see as these people try to... Go along to get along and try to get something done for either us, the American people, or us, the people of the state of Florida. At a time where we're going to have enough division, where we're going to have, as I wrote yesterday, a let's get ready to rumble moment, I'm just shaking my head. So, as I ask you, our Christian brothers and sisters this afternoon, as we begin this first official broadcast day of the Bill Bunkley Show in 2019, would you pray for both these guys? I mean, just just lift them up in prayer. I I don't know what Mr. Romney hoped to accomplish with that unless he's, you know... Signaling to the folks on the opposite side of the aisle that, hey, I'm here. I might, got, I might have been, you know, I've been, I've been a moderate. And so I want you to know that I'm here and uh, I'm going to be taking your side more than the president's side. I don't know what the motivation is, but <clears throat> it is what it is. But it's so bad that his niece, Mr. Romney's niece, very high official with the National Republican Party, I mean, she lit into him. <laughs> you know, and your family is like, hello, why this? Why now? What are you thinking? You haven't even begun to govern tomorrow. And you're starting a fight with someone who is arguably and demonstrates that was very clear you kick or you attack me, I'm going to kick or attack you back harder. I hope. I hope this is not a preview of what's to come. We need men and women to act like mature men and women. We need more and more dedicated Christian men and women who will live by those principles to enter into public service. Well, that wraps up this second day of January. It's been my pleasure to be with you this afternoon. If you have a question or comment, you can always email us at afternoons at afternoonsatletstalkfaith.com. Something you would like to talk about. And as we get into the new year, got a lot of great topics and guests coming along. Until tomorrow, it's been my honor and pleasure to be with you. To God be the glory, great things he has done. Until tomorrow, I'm Bill Bunkley.